Leslie's is bringing back Pro Days. Leslie's Pro customers can take advantage of chemical early buys, liquid subscription services in selected markets, and the newly launched Relager Rewards program. Ask your local store or salesperson to learn more. Get Skimmer, America's number one pool service software platform. Listeners of this podcast can try Skimmer for free. Visit my website, swimmingpoollearning.com, and click on the Leslie's Pro and Skimmer banners to learn more. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Hey, welcome to the Pool Guy Podcast Show. In this episode, I'm going to go over some time wasters on your pool route, some ways to avoid them, some ways to speed up your day, and I'll go over some things that I've found over the years that waste time out there. And as the old saying goes, time is money, and especially in pool service, wasting time will cost you money out there. Pool Service Pro, open a Leslie's Wholesale account today and receive wholesale pricing on products you use every day. Leslie's Pool Supply offers convenient locations that are open 7 days a week. Another great benefit of opening a Leslie's Wholesale account is Leslie's Referral Program. Get referred to a customer looking for weekly pool service. Save time and money and grow your pool service route and become a Leslie's Pro. I think the number one time waster, in my opinion, is having to go back to your truck for something after you're at the stop already. It it doesn't seem like a lot going back to your truck to get something and coming back. But if you do this five or six times during the day, or maybe 20 or 30 times during the week, all this adds up, and it's a big time waster. And so I try to know my pools, and this is something that you'll have to get experience with. So I'll know which pools are going to need chlorine, so I'll take a gallon of liquid chlorine back there. I'll know which pools are going to need muriatic acid. I'll know which, which pools are going to need to be vacuumed, so I'll take my vacuum head. By the way, I have a lot of automatic cleaners on my pool route, so I'll just take the vacuum head and use the automatic cleaner line. I won't take my vacuum hose. Now, on a rare occasion, I'll, I may need my vacuum hose, so I'll take that back at that stop. If I need to use my vacuum system, I'll take it back there. The good thing is, with the Riptide SL, I have everything on the cart, and I have all the room in there to put more stuff on, so I'm not going back and forth. I also have the bottom feeder, so if I'm going to use that, I'll put it in my, I'll carry it and take my tote back. I like the TK Caddy, TK Caddy, TK Caddy tote, and it's really nice, and it's really a great way to take everything back. It's the blue tote you see in my videos, and I can put an acid in the front, a gallon of liquid chlorine in the back, and I can put everything else in the middle that I need to take back there, and then I'm going back to the stop. So you have to kind of know your pools, know what they need before you get through that gate and get back there and you want to make sure that you take everything in one trip back there sometimes you may want to invest in a pool service cart advantage manufacturing makes a nice one of course t doula still makes a really good cart if you can get it sometimes they're in back order but i know advantage manufacturer manufacturing has a lot of these service carts already made and ready to be shipped out and you just need the hitch and you need a receiver on the back of your truck for it. But it's one of those things where having everything in there is also convenient. So regardless of how you get back to the backyard, either carrying everything in a bucket or a tote or in your vacuum system cart or in a service cart, you just don't want to be going back and forth to your truck for anything. And so for me, it's like when I have to go back to my truck, I'm really irritated with myself because I have this system in place where I shouldn't need to go back. I even carry a screwdriver in case I need to two screwdrivers. One for the impeller 
So with the flathead screwdriver, if anything's ever stuck in the impeller, I have the screwdriver. Of course, they get kind of rusty, by the way, and I've had a lot of comments on my videos from my tools. They're like, hey, that looks like that's from the Titanic. Well, it's because I carry everything back there. I tried one time, like, having a fanny pack with all the tools in there, but I kind of looked like Batman. It didn't look, it wasn't a good look or a cheap-looking Batman. So I just put everything in my tote and or my Riptide cart, and I take it back there. But they were going to get a little wet and get a little ugly. But I have the screwdriver again for the impeller. Then I have a Phillips screwdriver in case I have a Hayward Navigator that I have to take the throat out. Or if I have to work on a pool cleaner or pool vernugan or the Aquanaut, I'll have a screwdriver handy. And I also carry a pair of channel locks back there in case I'm cleaning the salt cell and I have to get some help getting it off with a rag. You can also use an oil changing wrench. People have used that before. But basically... Just have everything you need to get to that stop and know ahead of time what you're going to need and then I'll save you a trip back to your truck because again, to me, that's one of the biggest time wasters walking back and forth to your truck. And then the second biggest time waster for me is when I get unorganized and I'm not organized and I'm looking for a part in my truck, taking a lot of time. It's just me because I think I'm doing too many things at once sometimes that I tend to get a little unorganized. So I have bins where I have, if you've ever seen the, the video on my YouTube channel where I talk about everything I carry in my truck, I have bins full of O-rings, I have bins full of spare parts, I have bins full of chlorinator parts and cleaner parts, and I have them all separate so that, let's say I get to a stop and I notice that the foot pad of the Zodiac cleaner is on the bottom, or I notice that the MX-8 is not turning, so it's only going in one direction and kind of spinning on the bottom, so that's a directional device. So I have all those parts in my truck so that I can actually change that part and get the cleaner running because the last thing I want to do is leave the pool with the cleaner not running because the automatic cleaner keeps it clean all week for me. So I want to make sure I have all the parts on my truck. And once in a while, I'll look for, be looking for a part. At the, time, at the same time when I'm looking for it, I'll be chastising myself for being unorganized and this happens. Once in a while, you know, I'll, I'll be un, a little bit unorganized, but I try to be as organized as possible and I try to have as many parts on my truck that I need. You'll know your pools. You'll know the parts. So you want to have Whisperflow O-rings. You want to have Hayward Super 2 Pump O-rings. You want to have Duraglass O-rings. You want to have just about all the O-rings for the pumps that are out there. I even carry um, O-rings for, you know, the valves. I carry O-rings for the backwash pistons. Very important to have those. Because another big time waster is having to go back to your supplier and pick up a small little part that you should have had on your truck. So one of the things that I make sure is that I have plenty of spare parts. I rarely will have to put, you know, two of the same part on the same day, but I do carry about two of everything, sometimes three. Like the Whisperflow O-rings, I carry like four or five of those because I have a lot of Whisperflow on my route. And one of the things that wears out is the O-ring on top. You'll take the lid off the Whisperflow and then the O-ring will fall onto the ground. You have to have a replacement one handy. Sometimes you have a hard time putting it back on. And you want to make sure you have all these parts. And if you have to go back for like a backwash piston O-ring, that's going to definitely slow you down. And you want to make sure you have those parts handy. So if you haven't, go ahead and start stocking up on small parts. Because they're really not going to take up a lot of room. I even use like the buckets that I use for the, the trichlor and for my Calhypo. I'll reuse those and put them in the back of my truck and I'll fill them with spare parts as well. No one's really going to mess with it. They just think it's a bucket of chemicals or whatever. 
but I put all my cleaner parts in there because I don't have a lot of room in the back seat of my truck for everything. And I'll put those in there so that I have plenty of spare parts for anything that I'm working on out there or any pool or any situation. The part should be readily available on my truck. Here's something that I've done for many years is that I don't stop for lunch. Now, when I was being trained in the industry way back in 1988, it's been forever, the person that trained me, his name was Doug Ward. He, we worked in Orange County together. And every time I would go out with him, right around 11.30, 11.45, he would stop and we'd have lunch. And to me, that's a big time waster. I never liked having lunch. I mean, I liked him and I liked talking to him. But I always was like, why don't we just keep working? I mean, it's not a big deal. I could take a sandwich. But every day I would be trained with him. He would stop for lunch. And he'd always... After he trained me, he would stop for lunch and eat by himself. That's just his routine. You know, he knew everyone in the restaurants and the, and the fast food places. And he just just made that part of his day. So when I was on my own, I just made the habit of having a snack in my truck, you know, an energy bar, whatever, or peanut butter and jelly sandwich, whatever I needed, sometimes a ham sandwich and some chips. And I would just eat in my truck, you know, at my stop at lunchtime. Or sometimes I'm driving and eating depending on, on, you know, my day. But I just found that stopping for lunch, in my opinion, was a big time waster. So I don't stop for lunch. I just keep working through it and I just have a snack in my truck. I'll eat a pretty good breakfast and a good dinner and or an early dinner and not really have lunch. And that's just the routine that I've developed over the years of just not stopping for lunch. So, you know, wasting 30 or 45 minutes at lunch to me is... I could be doing two pools during that time and get through my day quicker because I just don't want to be out there all day. And to me, that's a time waster, but you may want to stop for lunch. It may just be part of what you do. For me, it wasn't, and it's one of the things that um, I just don't do. I don't I don't eat lunch while I'm working out there. Plus, I think my energy level is lower after I eat a, a meal, a big meal, so I just eat something light so I can keep going. Again, that's just me, but you may want to stop for lunch. Another time waster also is algae in the pool. Now this may sound kind of kind of out there in left field, but I think a big time waster is when you get to a pool and there's a preventable problem. And algae is one problem that is very preventable. Now you may argue with me on this point, but I can tell you that you could do an 80 or 90 pool service route and not really have to deal with algae, brushing a pool for algae, stopping, wasting your time, going back to your truck again to get more chemicals to shock it, because algae is extremely preventable. Here are some ways you can prevent algae in a pool. One of them is to make sure the filters are cleaned at a regular interval. So I clean my filters in March and then in October. And you want these are full-size filters, by the way, you know, quad cartridge filters or full-size D filters. You want to make sure that the water level is maintained properly by the customer. So autofills are all working. If they don't have an autofill, fill, I'll recommend the pool sentry so that they can the customer won't have to add the water to the pool or the customer should be on it and adding the water because when the water gets low, the pool has a problem. Sometimes it's not priming and it, it stops working during the week and then algae develops. The biggest thing you can do to prevent algae, in my opinion, and this really helps even when the pool's not running during the week or if they leave it in spa mode all week, which has happened many times in the summer, they'll have a party, they'll have they'll be using their spa, but they forget to put it back in pool mode. So the pool's just sitting there all week long, not circulating. 
So one way to prevent algae in the pool is to have an enhancer. And I talk a lot about this on other podcasts. There are enhancers that I recommend. One of them would be a boy level of 30 to 50 parts per million. The other enhancer would be a PoolRx or some other kind of mineral system similar to that. PoolRx is the one that I prefer. Or a combination of phosphate removers and enzymes, adding the maintenance dose every week of both of those items. So again, borates at 30 to 50 parts per million. The PoolRx, which is a mineral system that has copper in it, but is chelated, so it's not going to fall out in, out of solution and stain the pool. Or you can use a combination of phosphate remover and enzymes in the pool. And I find that these will help prevent algae in 95% of your route. And if you do have any algae in your pools, it'll be minor and only take you a minute or two to clear up versus getting to a pool and spending 10 minutes, 15 minutes brushing it with a steel brush, treating it, shocking it, you know, maybe backwashing the filter, all of this because you didn't take preventative measures prior to that, the things I mentioned earlier. So algae is a big time time waster in my opinion, and you can avoid it in 95% of your pools and keep it to a minimum in all your pools by using an enhancer and and taking those precautions I mentioned earlier. And I think last, a really big time waster is not having a tight route or having pools that are outliers that you have to spend time driving to. Of course, there's other things like heavy debris pools, but those are things that you probably want to eliminate out of your route eventually. But to me, what else you can eliminate, at least in my area where driving is not the funnest, you know, if you're driving through my area, there's a lot of traffic. And if you're going far further out of your way for one pool, it's just not worth it. Now, if you're in a rural area, we have to drive 20 minutes to your stops. That's perfectly acceptable because that's part of your community. But if you can make a tight route, like in Los Angeles County, Phoenix, you know, Tampa, wherever you're at, if you can have a tight route, it's better. So if there's one pool or two pools that you're driving 15 minutes to each week, you're really wasting time and it's going to be a really drag on your schedule. So you want to eliminate the outlier pools that are kind of one of those things where you have to drive far to. Now, when you're first starting out, you may have a lot of outlying pools and you want to try to build a tighter route The tight route really saves you so much time. If you can have like a cul-de-sac, and there's a few members in the group that have cul-de-sacs, but I do like six of the pools in a row right there. If you have a street where you can do like four pools, it's really golden because you're not driving everywhere and you're not going back into general traffic. So try to tighten up your route the best you can. You know, the pools that are on the outlying areas, just let the customer know that you're just, you're tightening your service area. You can't go that far to their pool any longer and just, you know, this is your last month of service, basically. And that's when you get a pool that's kind of in a, in a nice area close to the other ones. So try to tighten up your route. Another thing you can do also is you can make your route crisscrossing on, cer- on certain days. I do this so that if you're doing a pool on a Tuesday, you're going to pass by that area on a Thursday. And so if you have to go back and do the filter or clean the filter filter cleaning time, or if you need to go back and do something, or if you need to move the pool because you're going to take that day off. It's really easy to do because your route's crisscrossing. So I'm not saying that you should, you know, if you have six pools in a cul-de-sac, you should do all of those on the same day, of course. You're not going to go back and do three pools on a Thursday. But if you have pools that are within, you know, maybe a mile of each other, you may want to spread those out to a different day. So on a Tuesday, you're doing some pools in that area. And then on Thursday, you're kind of back in that same area. You'll find this helpful when you have to go back to that pool. 
and you're not kind of driving across the area. And so crisscrossing your route is also a good way to save time out there. And tightening up, of course, is another great way to save time. But doing both of those will actually benefit you in time management. I think the best thing you can do is kind of sit down and look at your day and see where you can save time, where you can rearrange your route so that you're saving time. Because every minute adds up during the week. Every hour adds up during the month. And you can really maximize your income by doing really simple things to maximize your time out there. So I think, you know, for sure you want to implement some of these things here. And you may think of other things that can save you time out there. If you're looking for other podcasts that I've recorded, you can find those on my website, swimmingprolearning.com. And if you are interested in the coaching program, you can learn more at poolguycoaching.com. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Have a rest of your week and God bless. Real quick, if you're not using pool service software, try Skimmer free for 30 days at getskimmer backslash pool guy. Again, that's getskimmer backslash pool guy. Skimmer, everything you need to run your pool service business all in one app.